0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode, a new day. So happy that you're here to join me today on the adventures of being a creative life spy, which I feel like we all are inherently in our own souls, in our DNA, that we are spying on life. And how do we do it? Today, I thought I would be very bold and talk about money. And that's a really interesting topic because it's a you know, taboo talk topic when you're you know, having dinner with relatives or friends or you know, when you're growing up. We have all sorts of ideas of what is money. And you know in a child's mind, you go, well, it's a piece of paper. Everybody seems to want it. They, they, they want to have it and they carry it with them. And then in the quantum world, you think, well, everything generated from a thought and all of these things that we see began as a thought because thoughts shape matter. So obviously, in that line of thinking, money is simply a thought. And then that becomes very malleable because then in the practical world, you go, oh my, well, you know, how does Bill Gates think and Warren Buffett and, you know, all these other female billionaires, I'm starting to learn their names. How do they think? What are those thoughts? And I realized I was doing a little investigative research in my own mind as I have pretty much read all the people that you're supposed to read and all the speakers that you're supposed to listen to when it comes to money and abundance and intuition and manifestation, the law of vibration. Oh my gosh, like the vocabulary goes on and on, right? I prefer to go back to just practice and science because it gives me a feeling of that I'm standing on the ground and not just floating in the clouds because I do that enough as a creative already. And in my exploration, I realized, you know, I don't know how you grew up, but I definitely grew up with these ideas that money is bad. There's never enough. Only those people have money. And those people, you certainly don't want to be like those people because those people, money is dirty and filthy and yucky and all of these things and you think oh my gosh this thing that i actually need to buy groceries is something that is to be abhorred and 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 is and is bad where at the end of the day we realize that we all need it and in that state of growing up also in a very practical way in a state of lack you know i remember definitely opening the refrigerator when I was little and there was not enough food and having to go to school and there's a hole in my shoes and everybody else has new shoes. And, you know, it's a very interesting and intense moment when you realize that, oh, wow, like not everybody is like this and this isn't how everybody lives. I had a really amazing conversation with a a friend, a colleague who I'm working with. And she said, I remember the time, the first time somebody said to me, well, you're like that because you grew up poor. And that moment when you realized, oh, oh, not everybody lived this way. So back to the idea that money is a thought. What I have been questioning inside myself is this idea of if money is simply a thought, how do I change my thoughts? Because even as we age, these ideas almost I feel like are part of my intrinsic DNA, which is really, I'm really intrigued. Like, how do I change this? I'm always investigative. I'm like, okay, tell me what to do. I'll do it. How do I, you know, how do I get this to be like cool? So I'm happy because there is not that money is the end all be all, but There's a beauty in realizing, oh, wow, it's nice to have a new pair of shoes. Oh, wow, it's nice when the fridge is full. And oh, wow, it is super fun to donate money to groups that I want to donate to, which is definitely more a purposeful idea of money and the actions that can be taken in lieu of that for the greater good. So there is actually inherently in money, this positive notion of a greater good that leads you to the idea that money becomes a spiritual practice and this is what i am really investigating right now is the idea that money in itself because it is a thought becomes a spiritual practice in the idea of receiving and that's the most interesting thing i have found being somebody with grew up with these ideas of lack being somebody you know, if you've grown up in abusive environments, if you've grown up in whatever trauma that existed, or even if you didn't, there's all sorts of different types of messaging that we receive from from the world, from people around us, is this idea also that when gifts show up in whatever form that may be, maybe that's a new person, maybe that's a new contact, that the idea to be able to receive is the total opposite of what my own intrinsic DNA was telling me my own intrinsic DNA i felt like at times over the last few months like a a mouse that you know in laboratories they put them in a cage and all they grow up with vertical lines and as soon as you put them in a box with horizontal lines they don't know what to do And it's a very interesting idea, this idea of being able to receive because it almost feels like a rash when you've grown up, I think with that sense of lack, with that idea that there is not enough, with that kind of cage mentality, which is very real on a subconscious and very granular, gritty level. It becomes very—it's almost like a a discord, a, a discontent, a discontented sound in in your in your being when when good things happen, and then you kind of go. It's like that mouse that's seeing horizontal lines, and it and it makes no sense. I mean, apps it absolutely makes no sense because it goes against everything that was proven to be real for say 20 years, right? You could say like maybe you've got these 20 years of all this other programming that happens and then you've got another 80 plus, maybe more if we become bionic. Hopefully I be, I pray for Amazon to release my bionic body so I can keep going. But then we have this other time span of of which we have to, you know, people like to say rewire, but I really feel like that then this all becomes a practice because I find the trap of the motivational speaker. I find the 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 lack in, in in the next coaching program or or the next formula or oh God if I see another productivity diary or journal I will I, I, I you know I will I will throw up. <laughs> um, but instead there is this place that this is a daily practice. And I was thinking that about a time where I had to work at Bloomingdale's, I was a sales girl. I was simply just, I was selling perfume of all things. And I was selling $300 bottles of perfume, no less. And I had never, I had never heard of such a thing. I I would look at this bottle of, of, of who knows what, like, you know, potent water. And I thought, you know this this buys my sister and her kids groceries for a month like who who does this and it was a very interesting interesting time and and i learned a lot i learned a lot about the what people value and status and class and what that really means and i had the most amazing sales trainer in that moment and i remember my first training and walked in and he sat down and he's like, I want you all to remember, because obviously all of us were either out of work actors or opera singers or you know some type of creatives who needed extra money, and he said, I want you to remember that what is in your wallet is not what is in your customer's wallet. And I remember that was such a light bulb in my head. I was like, oh goodness, that's very interesting. But what I learned doing sales, and I learned a lot of things, and one of the gems was we had a saying that was, you're only as good as your last sale, which meant you walk in the next day to work, you were expected to make your commission that day, you're expected to make those goals, otherwise you were out of a job. And I was thinking about that when I'm thinking about money as a spiritual practice, And that that really is a daily practice and that's why every guru and every book has ever failed me because it has to become part of your DNA. And I was realizing today that I am really only as good as my last meditation and that it behooves me to adopt a whole new practice. As well as, you know, similar to waking up and brushing my teeth. So, I like to leave you with those thoughts that I've been having about what money is, what it means, what it does, and also to give up this new idea that money is simply another daily practice that we adopt on this journey of being a creative life spy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to hearing all about what you think about thoughts of money and spiritual practice. See you soon.